Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. I'm just saying, that's all I'm saying is... What are you saying? I'm saying that... Maybe he didn't just want to wear a skirt. It was yeah. actually traditional, and he happened to be a gay man as well. He was a good cook, too. Good cook. You're a good cook. Are you yeah. gay? No. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John Granado and Del Olaleya. Well, good Friday morning, everybody. It, I would like to say good Friday morning. There's nothing good about this Friday morning. Well, you're alive. You're feeling relatively okay. Yeah. You're doing well, on the radio. What's the issue? My sports life isn't alive. Oh, you've got sports misery right now? Uh, wake up to the Ryder Cup. Down 4 nothing. All four matches this morning in the foursomes were all four. Europe won. All four. Goodness gracious. Such a tragedy. Can't, so that's alternate shot. They're playing four ball this afternoon, which is uh everybody which is uh everybody hits their own ball and 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 it's uh one tie let's see, two two ties and Europe's up in the other two matches. I don't know if it's because it's early in the morning, but I, I hadn't yawned all well since I got up, but the minute you started talking golf, a yawn. A real yawn. Look at, Anybody look at on the those push, guys. Look at those guys right yeah, there. They, they got they American silly. flag overalls on. Yeah. That's America. Seems like they're supporting America, and it's hard to support them right now when they're playing like this. I don't know, in, man. in those uniforms. Well, I don't get the mesh hat thing that that's going on. You you're you're blaming who for the uniforms? The uniforms are that's Zach Johnson, and you usually you get an assist from your wife. And it's awful. They're awful uniforms. Who do you, who, no one's going to want to buy that uniform. Who no do you, one. Who do you blame more for this, Zach Johnson or his wife? It probably. I don't listen. I don't know who picked these out. I'm just blaming her. You, I don't care. You think she thought uh, the mesh hat was a good idea? No. That feels I, like a Zach Johnson. Are they thing. farmers? Are they truckers? I don't what know. are they doing with mesh hats? This is not classy. They this might is have, not, This is the first lead in any match. All day long, we finally have a one-up have a one up lead. They have a golf cart cam. Yeah, golf cart cam. Yeah, yeah Zach Johnson. That's the uh, team captain. You don't know anything about it. You're right. He's wearing a mesh hat too in that stupid uniform. This is the worst day of sports day of my life. Well, I told you about JP Crawford that he. I just needed him to go away, and look what he did last night: Jake. a walk off, two run single. The Mariners win. So, so now, and everybody's asking, who do we want to win? Who do we? We want the Rangers to win. So that you can get in, everybody's well. But you could st- no, you can't win the the division. Is probably it's done. It's probably done, more than likely. Unless you sweep, I'm going to tell you this right now. You ain't sweeping the diamond. You ain't sweeping the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks are playing for something. The Diamondbacks are a pretty good team. Actually, the Diamondbacks play in a lot better baseball than you are of late. So what you wanted was to back in really nicely, get that six seed, go to Minnesota, and then have the Rangers in the second round. That would have been. Ideal. I, now, is the second seed attainable? Uh, attainable? Yeah. Mathematically. If, mathematically it is, but you're going to have to sweep, and they're going to have to get swept. So good luck with that. Have fun with that. You are two games behind, and you have a real problem right now because if you lose and the Mariners win tonight, you're out of the playoffs. It was a bad, bad, bad night last night and into this morning 
with the Americans with these stupid uniforms. I feel like I care less about the golf thing. I mean, that's not going to really affect me at all so much. Like, the Astros legit not making the playoffs would change the course of the show, what we're talking about. So that affects me. And sure, well, this will affect your life, though. How if so? The, if, if the U.S. loses the Ryder Cup, I don't, don't think. Don't they always lose the Ryder Cup? He, well, not always. No, we won't. Don't, they usually, yeah, don't we, they usually lose the Ryder Cup, though? Yeah, more often than <laughs> yes. not lately. Of late. How's that? How, how, has your well, life it, been changed by that? Yeah, the economy changes. The economy? Yeah, the economy. Uh, people are going to spend less money. On golf balls? On uh, uh, No, on life. When after the, This is the most important sporting event in the history of sports. So... Are you? If this continues, you're dressed for golf today. So if this continues, are you not going to go on and swing the? No, clubs? I'm going to go, but it doesn't matter. It's, are you not going to drink Coors Lights? I'm. Yeah, I'm going to drink. So how is it affecting the economy? It's a big. It's you're a, you're you're the biggest golf. I was going to say something well, really <laughs> terrible. You're the biggest golf fan that I know, and your life ain't going to change despite them losing. Oh, it's going to change. I'll probably drink more Coors Lights. Well, then that helps the economy. Well, not really. Not when I pass out and I don't buy anything else. <laughs> You're going to pass out on what hole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just drooling Coors Light into the cup on the fifth hole? Oh, my gosh. This is the worst day. J.P. Crawford, Europe, European golf team, awful. I knew we were in trouble with this Ryder Cup. I should tell you that right now. Why? Well, because, because of Johnson? No, because they're better than us. Well, that's <laughs> a problem. Yeah, because they're better than we are. Um, so, uh, Scott Sajanak is going to join us from Los Angeles. He is uh, Brent Snedeker's gol- uh, caddy. We'll talk about what's going on here. I, he, I think he's probably up watching this. And is he dis- as disgusted as you are? You everybody's think? disgusted. Everybody in America today is disgusted, okay, with this and how they're performing. Finally, in one match, for the first time today, the U.S. has a lead in a match, and it's Justin Thomas who's playing, been playing like crap and maybe shouldn't even have been on the team. And it's he and Jordan Spieth who are together. This is a good pairing all, uh, in, uh, in four ball. These guys do really well together. So this is a nice pairing, and it's, and it's finally somebody is showing up. We've got some red on the board for the first time today. But we also got a little red ass because of J.P. Crawford. And just a one-game lead over Seattle now for that last wild-card spot. You ain't catching Toronto because they've got the tiebreaker against you. And they're up on you by a game. So you got to sweep, and Toronto's got to get swept in order for you to get in uh, over Toronto. It was a bad night. The whole thing, the whole night was bad last night. Everything about it was bad. So uh, here we go now into the final weekend. <clears throat> and they just aren't, they're just, they just, I know they played well to win the two out of three in Seattle, but. You know, you, you're you almost to a point now you backed yourself up against the wall with your Royals and your A's, the way you played against those guys, that you're almost in a, in a must-sweep position. And this team is not is not looking like they're, you know, oh, we're going to go in there and sweep these guys. It's just They just haven't played good baseball. Yeah, the hope is that the Rangers continue their recent dominance, not, last night excluded, against the Mariners. You want to win your two out of three, that should be the, the target and you want the Mariners to lose, to lose three out of the next. Well, I don't know if I guess the next three. That yeah. to be safe, just just lose the next three, and it's possible. But the Astros have a game; they're up a game, and go go win the series. And if winning the series isn't enough, then we can point back to what happened in the uh, and winning winning the series should be enough. If I'm doing the math right, you, they went two out of three. No, if the Rangers, no, if the Mariners if they sweep. Win two out of if three. the Mariners sweep the sweep the series, then they're tied, and then they go home. Um, so we'll we'll point to what happened 
against the Royals and the A's. Yep. That's that'll be that'll be the reason oh, you don't no, make that, the playoffs. That was the season. There's no question. But you if, ha- if they don't make it yeah. now, if you mirror exactly what Seattle does, if Seattle wins two out of three, you win two out of three, you're going to be okay. Yeah, you're in. And the Rangers it, certainly have stuff to play for too. So uh, you'll have a team who isn't going to just sit down and 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 not try. So take that for what it's worth. But you do still control your own destiny, and you said it's going to be difficult. The Diamondbacks has something to play for, but you do have it in your hands. It's just that uh, you've made it a l- far closer than it should be because of how you played this month. So facing Zach Gallen tonight, Zach Gallen is uh, Zach Gallen is pretty good against the Astros. Zach Gallen is a pretty good pitcher. He is their best, and uh, the Astros are hitting two twenty six against them with a six seventy five OPS. Chas McCormick is three for five with him. Uh, uh, off of him with a home run. Uh, Husley Altuve is two for seven with a home run. Um, Alex Bregman, not great, two for 11. Kyle Tucker is three for 10 um, with a couple of RBIs, but he struck out three times. Alex Bregman, four strikeouts against this guy. Martin Maldonado, 0 for 7. It's J.P. France on the mound tonight, so you don't have to start Martin Maldonado. I don't know what Dusty will do in this situation. He sat... Uh, Yiner, well, Yiner did play. He DH'd in the first game, but he sat the second, the second, and the third games in uh, Seattle. I, I would have to imagine. We'll have to see how Chas McCormick's back is. I would hope that he's better. But you've got a chance to have your best lineup out there tonight. You've got Michael Brantley in left. You've got Chaz in center. Tucker in right. You've got Yiner behind the plate. Bregman, Pena, Altuve, and Jordan. And uh, excuse me, and Jose Abreu, you're done, DHing. That is the best lineup you can possibly put out there, and there's a chance that that happens tonight. We'll see. Um, everybody, I mean, Zach Gallon is pretty good. I think you need your best your best offense. And J.P. Francis on the mound. You don't have to have Martin Maldonado behind the plate. Well, the problem is we want to save Michael Brantley for Saturday and Sunday, so maybe we don't play him today. No, we're not saving anybody anymore. I no. don't know if you heard. Well, what? I don't know if you heard. Are, we're not doing that anymore. Are we sure? Yeah, because this is the you last. You say we're not doing it, but you don't the, know that we're not doing this it. This is the last weekend of the season. I'm aware, but I. I, I if he says I, I I don't mind giving up a game to get the last two, <laughs> then then there will but be. But maybe, maybe he need, he wants to sit Michael Bradley today so he can have him for the next two. Um, no, he's not sitting Michael Brantley uh, today. You don't know, you don't know that. The next two. You don't know that. Uh, are you sure? Are you no, definitely sure about no, that? I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. Absolutely. Not. So let's let's be honest about things. We don't know what the manager will do. No. Even though these these are the most important games of the season, no. we have no idea. Okay. Um. So better lineups: Zach Johnson's Ryder Cup lineup that's 0 for four so far, or Dusty's lineup, which Jeremy Branham destroys every single night. Well, Dusty has Dusty has one. Percentage-wise, more games, so I'm going to go with Dusty. Well, yeah, it's, this is because Zach Johnson's he, first, and he well, it's he stunk so far. Yeah, he's no, he's awful. So I'm going to go with Dusty. Yeah, Dusty is Dusty's crushing Zach Johnson. Yeah, I mean, lineup. it's not a high bar, but I'm going to take Dusty. Yeah, against Zach Johnson and his awful uniforms. So you want to blame on multiple people, although you don't really know who designed the uniforms. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really know who did them per se, but I. I I know the wives have some kind of input in this, and Who's the if that Zach Johnson's wife did that, well then, who's the sponsor for the U.S. Ryder Cup team as far as apparel? They're, they don't. Uh, is it? Yeah. Is it? 
Is it some special golf brand no one's ever heard of? Is yeah, it Nike? No, is, it, no. is it Adidas? I don't, no, no one knows that. Titleist? Did they I don't make think uniforms? They, they don't display. I don't. I'm. I'm not sure if the swoosh is on there. Did I don't they know. just? Did they just buy blue slacks from Marshalls? What? No, what do they do? Do you think they went to Marshalls? I don't know. If, if they, who knows what they did? If they, I don't think come, they, that does look like a Marshalls polo. It kind of does. Yeah. No, 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 it wouldn't be surprising at all. Walmart brought to you by Walmart, and they embroidered. Whatever logo they needed needed on, I don't know where those that shirt and pant combo came from. I just know worst. those hats are terrible. That's the worst. No, but look at usually you'll have people who buy those. You know, this is the shirts that we're going to be wearing. Everybody here wear those. Nobody because they're awful. Nice job, Zach and your wife. You why do you, you don't know if his wife was involved at all? She may not care. She's just happy to have him out of the house. No, she's not. She's there. Well, all the wives are there. Have you seen her? Yeah. They had a big, it is a gala. It, Apparently. And you should have seen how many people were there. Should I have seen it? No, no. It was it was like a Taylor Swift concert. Oh, okay. It was, no, it was packed. And it was, it went back forever. Yesterday they had the pair, they did the pairings, they introduced the teams. And there was an Italian woman that was, you know, that was reading everything. And what, she was the MC. What is the most well, she you're was making? good. That's all. She was talented. That's all. At reading? You. I don't know. I don't. You, I didn't, you I understand had the, Italian, I had right? the volume down. Okay. I had no, I had there, no idea. There it is. <laughs> I have no idea. She, but but I will say this. She was talented. Mm. She, she was extremely talented at emceeing. So, um, so here we go with the show. If you want to get in, if you got some Ryder Cup thoughts, you're more than welcome Fashion to Fashion advice for Dustin Johnson's, or who was it, Zach Johnson's wife? If, if yeah, you Dustin think, Johnson's not there. Yeah, I don't think, Paul. I don't think Paulina would have been. Uh, no, Paulina would have had, no. Paulina, they would have been very skimpy. Everything would have been extremely skimpy if Paulina was uh, pants a little bit too tight. Yeah, but uh, John's having a bad time. I don't know if you guys are. I don't know if you care as much as he does about the Ryder Cup. But the U.S. is down four or four nil. Do they use nil in in, in no, golf? No, it's four nothing. It's zero. Four zero. Four, four zero. Four zero. Uh, we got JP. You don't have to say nil. It's in Europe, so I'm not sure. You got JP Crawford ruining our night. And uh, and the Texans are going to start Austin Deculus, apparently. So that's all great. Yeah, that's a great day. Oh, so that, that lead that the U.S. had in one match all day? It's gone. Gone. Nice job, Victor Hovland just birdied. I'm disgusted with everybody. I'm disgusted with my whole life. Except Home Bank. I'm not disgusted with them. Here's the deal about Home Bank. If you're looking for a banker, bankers that have been around, they've been there, they've done that, they're really, really good at this stuff. So if you're looking for the best way to – yeah, hey, listen – I don't know what you're, if you've got a small business and you're out there and you're saying, hey, are we reaching our financial goals? Is our bank helping us? If they're not, then we've got a bank for you. Community Bank since 1908. They've been around. They've been there. They're still rocking at 115 years later. The standard is to help you reach your financial goals, goals, be it personally or with your business. The standard. That's the standard. Local bankers, they've got local knowledge. They know what's going on here. Business and personal banking solutions for nearly any need. Competitive rates with everybody. If you're looking for the best way to, uh, you're looking for a, a, a loan for your business. You're looking for a, a great way. By the way, they do. They have so many small businesses that they take care of. The checking is 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 not easy with every bank. They've been doing that. They know how to do it. They know checking for small business. You get get a hold of a 
a local banker, a home banker here, and find out for yourself. they got uh, five Greater Houston locations, River Oaks, Sugarland, Gulf Freeway, Clear Lake, Friendswood. Stop by any home bank location or visit home24bank.com. That's home24bank.com. Good for business, good for life. Home bank, member FDIC. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We're your daddy. You was a toilet baby. Tiff just plopped down like a little old turd, just right down in a bowl. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. Justin Thomas just hit it in the spinach. Nice job. It's just the worst. Um, 713-780-3776. Yes, people care about the... Yes, people care about the Ryder Cup. Who are these people? Uh... So, did the Dynamo qualify for the Ryder Cup? That's not, <laughs> that's not how it that's works. That's not it is. Two it's, different it's, sports. It's, yeah, it's two different sports. The Dynamo, if you missed it, did win the U.S. Open Cup title, the most prestigious tournament in U.S. soccer as far as its history is concerned. They went into Miami and beaten an Inter-Miami team without Lionel Messi, but you get the win. They're not going to engrave. Messi didn't play on the trophy, so shout-out to the Dynamo for that. A bounce-back, Ben Olsen's the manager, um, former U.S. international uh, they've kind of turned it around. They're going to make the playoffs, so it's it's good times for the Dynamo. And we obviously carry the games here, so you can either enjoy them by listening to it on our station or just going out to a game. It's been a good season for them, so credit to them for that. And that's all I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it? That's it. Um, 713-780-3776 is the number if you would like to get in here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Uh, come on, you get get on in. If the Astros and Mariners win the next two, the Astros are guaranteed a playoff spot because they would be tied with the Rangers. Yeah, but Chris, all you're asking for is the Astros to win the first two games of this series against the Mariners, against the uh, Diamondbacks. Is that all you're asking for? That it? Okay. I don't know if you've watched them lately. I don't, I'm not sure. But this Astros team has, has really, really not stepped up at all in the month of September. That I got to give them credit. That, that Mariners series, they were good. They were good. And they took care of business. Well, they won two out of three anyway. But you got yourself backed into a corner now. And I was hoping, I was really rooting on the Rangers last night. Unfortunately, they didn't win. Now, there was controversy in the series. So, um, Eugenio Suarez came out after the Hector Neres situation in the sixth inning the other night and said that, uh, that Neres used a homophobic slur now he's from venezuela um and uh Nerys and rodriguez are from the dominican teammates on the world classic baseball team um they were uh, allegedly friends allegedly uh julio rodriguez did homer off Nerys last year and i don't know if that was the cause of the consternation by Nerys. whatever the case he let Nerys let his emotions uh, get the better of him, went after Julio Rodriguez after he struck him out the other night to end the sixth inning. And uh, he used a word that apparently in different Latin countries can be interpreted differently. Major League Baseball is looking into it. I can't wait to see that white commissioner tell Hector Norris what he meant by a certain word. It will be. He will have to lean on. Someone, an executive or a right-hand man who is of 
from Latin America, right, or South America. He's going to have to lean on one of those guys. He can't be the one going, well, Hector, I've determined that your use of the word meant this, even though I've right. never used the word. I'm not from that country. He's going to have to get advice, well, right? and that's Well, and he's going to have to find out a Dominican because obviously it's a different situation in different countries. Uh, he's going to have to find a Dominican Republic, and then he's going to have to believe that that, that is the exact intent of, of what Hector Nerys said. Anyway, Julio Rodriguez asked about the situation. Here is Julio Rodriguez's response yesterday. Confused than anything by the reaction. Like literally confused yeah. because yeah. Like, I will understand like, oh, you get excited or even like we know each other. Come on, man. Like we know each other. And like whenever I saw they saying that he did it, that's why I was like, man, why are you doing that to me? You know, like why? Why is your whole point of that stuff? So. It just nah. I was I was honestly so confused. I don't know. I even watched the video. Like you can clearly tell that I was not expecting that. So Uli Rodriguez is the victim. Okay, you said that like you don't believe it. I I said he's the victim. What more can I say? I don't know. I didn't sense sincerity, but we did get a very sincere apology written by the Astros for for Nerys or Neris because. Even you flip back and forth in the same. He's Nettis. Nettis. I thought so, but I hear no. say Neris. No, people say Neris. They, they Americanize his name. Yeah. Nettis. Like saying Framber. It, there's it's, no such thing as Framber. It's Framber. It's Framber. Yes. Yeah. So there's an apology. It's long. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But I know Astro fans weren't thrilled that there was an apology simply because they liked what Nettis did. But it's out there. You can find it. He apologized to Julio and his family and the Mariners and all sort of things. He talks about how. He just is friendly competition. We know each other from, from the Dominican Republic. So we'll see what Major League Baseball does. I don't imagine it'll get res- – will, will it get resolved before the playoffs start if the Astros are in it? Who knows? Maybe it'll be something they – if they do throw down any punishment, it'll be in the regular season next year. But, yeah, it this isn't over. Uh, they, there will be people looking into it. The feds are going to look into it, and we'll see. The feds? That's what You call everybody – like I said, I've been watching Top Boy on Netflix, and they call everyone the feds. Like, oh, they you could be local police. You could be immigration. They call you the feds. Well, the immigration probably are federal. but The, the just, feds are looking into this. Yeah, that's what you call because Because how was Julio Rodriguez harmed? His feelings. Why'd you that do, wasn't You great. heard him. Why did you do that to me? Why did you do that to me? I thought we were friends. Yeah, so, but we're not friends anymore, are we? So no. Rob Manfred, the feds, will look into it. We'll see what he comes up with. Julio Rodriguez has had a mouth. He's been real lippy here. Over the last year or so. So I don't want to hear, I'm a victim now. He didn't say that. He hurt my feelings. He just didn't know why. He said, call me a bad word. He didn't say that either. Yeah, no. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Julio simply confused. Was it a homophobic story? I don't don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Stop. So you're firmly on, he's not a victim from what I can tell. I, did I say he was a victim? Yes. No, you said he thinks he's a victim. He is. He, no, I did say that, didn't I? Yes. He thinks he's a victim. That's fine. I'm not. It did it. Did those words hurt? Did you suggest yeah. that you might call me that word? Yeah. Yeah. I listen. I, I, my meaning of the word what is, is not meaning? the same. <laughs> That's true. So, what would your meaning of the word be if you called me that? Um, actually, <laughs> the meaning of that word in certain Latin American countries. It's not a homophobic slur. It's actually. <clears throat> is it? Not, is it insulting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you like to insult people, right? And I. But but wait a minute. Let's not be accusing him of uh, homophobic yeah, slur. We, we don't know what he meant when he said it. Yeah, we have no idea. So if if 
if he did use it. It's not great for it's him not, right now. Well, I don't know. I call my friends the the, the yeah, P word a lot, but but you don't have the feds always look. No, the fed, no, the feds aren't looking into it. No, yeah, no, no, no. You so, do call you call your friends that. Yeah, you call people you don't know that. No, I call not I to their call. face. No, behind well, their back. Well, <laughs> not behind their back. I, I wouldn't do. I'm something. not talking about like people you run into in real life, but you you read a story. Oh, and you call someone a p word if they respond in the way you don't like, and everyone does that. Yeah. That's what that's yeah. what we do, yeah, and well, that's what Hector Neris well, was doing. Not what we do, what you do. That's what Hector Neris do, was doing. Well, he knew that guy. Okay. I know he knew him, so maybe he knows something about him, and he was just trying oh, to okay. let him know. He goes, "I know who I know who you are, I'm gonna, so I'm going to use <laughs> so this word." Gonna, yeah, yeah, that's right. I just hope that at the end of the day, we're talking about Julio Rodriguez and whatever Hector Neris thinks he is. He's sitting at home watching the Astros play baseball in the playoffs. I don't really care about. The Fed's going after the Astros again. I don't care about the apology because we all know no, it's that, all. that was the the Astros writing that entire thing for him. Just make the playoffs, have Julio sit at home, and then Julio can wonder why his buddy <laughs> called him that while he's on vacation and his buddy's in Minnesota, hopefully. Um, listen, uh, this is going to... If Hector Norris is suspended for the playoffs, no. Now, what happened with Yuli? He got suspended. He got for suspended the next season. year. Yeah, you know what? If that's going to be the case, then I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Just take okay, take him five games next year. That's fine. Whatever. Who cares? Got to get through this right now. Do not. They. They. The investigation is going to take way longer than this series. So you're going to have him through this, and then who knows if you're even going to make the playoffs? Who even knows if you want to know the truth? Um. Yeah, the Astros have got to win. Here's how you here's how you get into the playoffs if you're the Astros. How about this? Win games. Just win. Win tonight, win tomorrow, and you if you win the first two games of the series, I'm pretty sure that you'll more than likely be in because if the Mariners lose, they'll be two games behind you. You got to win the first two games of the series. You got J- your two best pitchers, JP France and Justin Verlander on the mound. Yeah. So, so just do it. That's all. That's all. Take care of that business. Are the Texans going to win? That's another story. We'll talk about on the other side right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Sweet sassy molassie. John Stockton says, hey, look at me. I'm a little teapot. I'll run right up your dress. But then Carl Malone says, sweet sassy molassie. You are going to pay a lot. <laughs> Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. All right, 731 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So the Texans are going to play this. I don't know if you heard. It's J.J. Watt Day at uh, NRG Stadium on Sunday. John, you're going to be at the game. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'm going to go to the game. I... I uh, no, for no other reason than I want to see CJ live. I'm not. I, You're not I, there to honor JJ. I am. I like JJ. JJ was a really good JJ, player. JJ. Yeah, I mean JJ. that's a nice JJ. deal. So gonna, when that happens, do you? What's the move when when the crowd starts chanting his name and and he starts to get emotional? You think he'll tap his heart and a tear will like a tear will stream? I'm sure it'll or be will, an emotional. Or will, or, will, or will he be like he'll clap a couple times and go thank you guys I, I love you? How do you think he'll respond? Do you think he'll cry? 
think that I think it'll be emotional for him. Yeah, I think he'll get choked up. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, this was he was he's been a really good citizen for the city of Houston. Except when he's done a lot of that money. That was a Raheel fabrication. Oh, that wasn't. Okay. Yeah. I thought that. I thought we no. figured out he was stealing money. No, that was a Raheel fabrication. It wasn't just a Raheel thing. So many people got upset with him. He had to. He had to show the finances. <laughs> people are insane. He had like actually, guys. No, I was not stealing thirty-seven million dollars from the city. I was just raising it to help people, which is what he did. He's a jokes aside. Certainly a credit to, to him and his family of what he became. And we all know the story. A walk-on, I think, at Central what Central Michigan. Eventually, he goes to uh, Wisconsin, becomes a superstar there and here. Uh, and Well, not such a great superstar. We took him 11th, and everybody booed. Well, Everybody booed the well, pick. Well, everyone wanted Nick Fairley. How did that work out for right. everybody? Yeah. Uh, so Texas got that one right, clearly. And uh, he was a star here from the moment he, he – and didn't he get like hurt in his first training camp? He had to, he had to wear that elbow brace forever because of, because of his first training camp. Listen. And everyone's freaking out, and it didn't, it didn't hamper him at all. JJ always knew where the cameras were. Hey, this is not the time. It's a- That's what we did when when he was still playing. We don't mention that anymore. We we can mention that. I mean, JJ knew where. That's fine. That's fine. Listen, he was a great great player here, and I, he sent me. He signed a jersey for me. I saw it that. To me. He didn't send me a pizza. Well, so, so that's, can, that's why you talk about the, pan, the still, cameras. That's why he's still talking no, all that mess because he didn't get you food. I'm going to tell you this. I don't know. Listen, his brother plays on the other team, TJ. He plays on the other team, so I'm pretty sure that he's going to want to see TJ do well, and I'm pretty sure TJ is going to do well because Josh Jones didn't practice yesterday. He's got a hand injury. Laramie Tunsil isn't feeling any better with his knee. It, if Austin Deculus is the left tackle on Sunday, it is going – well – Here's the deal is you're just going to have to. You're Bobby Slowick. You just, I think you put a tight end over there. You put a fullback over there. You put the running back over there. Do they have to do the thing? I don't know how, I don't know how much T.J. Watt moves around. Like He's not going to pull that Miles Garrett thing where he just motions from side to side. Well, and, here's the and deal. And we watch the Texans follow him with the two tight ends. Listen, even, no. Here's the deal is because if Fant, if he goes to the other side on Fant, the the running back is right here can always just move over. I don't know. Or Beck. You put Beck next to, to CJ and he just slides over after the snap. It's not that big. It's not that hard. What the what the Titans did was I, have you ever seen that before? I've never seen it. Ever. Never. I mean, that was so stupid what they were doing. So it, it, it it's it's not that it's not that hard. Here's the deal is it is you're gonna have to have max protect. You're gonna have to max protect. And then you got fewer guys in the line. And if they're able to get through, which they're probably going to do without blitzing, then you're you're going to have a – it could be a long day. Because the worst thing for a quarterback is a three-man rush that gets to you or a four-man rush that gets to you, and they've got seven or eight in coverage. That's – for a rookie quarterback, this is going to be – this is this could possibly be nightmarish. Now, on the other side, Kenny Pickett evens it up a little bit. Yes, the Texans don't have the the accomplished pass rushers that the Steelers do, but Kenny Pickett's not good. I don't care. I don't care what was said during the preseason or the off season. He's not good. He's he's average right now. I don't know if he'll ever be anything more than that. So the Texas defense will have their opportunities because Kenny Pickett will throw the ball places he shouldn't. He doesn't play in rhythm. He he's at his best when he's when he's trying to create, except he's not a great creator. He can get away with that in the ACC. He can't get away with that in the NFL, and we've seen that so far. So 
I think that he'll he will attempt to throw the Texans a couple. The question will be, will they come down with him? So yeah, I, I think you're right. The Kenny Pickett thing is in the Texans' favor. I just don't know if they can keep their own quarterback upright enough to take advantage of it. Yeah, this is going to be it's a going to it's possibly a long day, possibly a very long day uh, for our Houston Texans. On Sunday, I don't, I don't like them in this situation. I just, I, I just think that they're. This is a little bit too much to ask. And oh, by the way, you know, they're the Texans. Let's, uh, we got to slow down on. I think they're going to compete for the division. What? I think you are a fun ruiner. Let people believe for a couple of days. Then when what happens on Sunday, we'll, we'll maybe remove well, that belief. But let them believe. Well, and and listen, if they do, if they do win this game with all of these. I don't know how they they've overcome. Uh, honestly, have you seen an offensive line that's lost four four of their starters and, and, and now backups? Yeah, and now backups and and is still able to. I mean, it, if it, Bobby Slowick could pull this I, one off, I don't, I don't know, think he got enough credit for that. Well, we're gonna have to figure. We're gonna have to find out whoever their offensive line coach is because he'll deserve credit too. Because if they find a way to keep the quarterback upright, we'll probably know in the first two series how bad it will be. If if particularly if they get to third down. A, third and medium or long a couple times and CJ gets snowed under we'll find out pretty quickly how bad this how bad it'll be but if they find a way to whether it be whether it be through passing concepts or just or how they block up front to keep him clean enough to make make it survivable then we certainly need to credit that coaching staff and and if Austin Deckless is a much better player than he was what what were we talking about now five to six weeks ago now that's even more credit to them but I have my doubts on that part. I think, like we, like I said earlier, I think they are no longer at a deficit with the coaching, with the coordinators. I think that is yeah. the one thing I've taken away from the first couple of weeks, maybe the Colts game planning aside. They're not at a deficit anymore. You're going to have a shot every week to be competitive schematically. And then if and then once you get healthy, then we can fully judge them as, as Nick Casario's built this team a certain way. We just don't know what it looks like because all those guys are hurt. Yep. Um, well, we'll find out. We, you know, there is some good injury news. Jalen Petrie is uh, coming back after his chest injury in game one. Uh, I don't know. Lamar Jackson with that leg kick uh, just, just crushed Jimmy uh, Jalen Petrie for a few games. But he's coming back and finally gets to play with Jimmy Ward. And let's uh, hear Jalen talking about that. Oh, yeah, it's going to be exciting. You know, like I said, Jimmy's a great player and a, and a guy that I look up to. So it's going to be good to go out there and play with him. And, um, you know, really the whole defense, you know, we all look forward to, you know, playing on Sundays and, you know, just going out there as a unit. So um, I'm excited to be back out there. You know, I'm really grateful that, you know, I'm clear now and, and I'm ready to go. So, I mean, I, th- we, I think we forget Jalen Petrie is, is a really, really, really good player, had an excellent rookie season uh, a lot of people think he was maybe one of the most underrated uh players in the game he he coming back with jimmy ward finally playing together you don't have stingley you don't have tavir thomas you uh you know i mean you've been you talk about banged up i this team has just had the worst luck D'Amico's just had the worst luck so far in the start of a career uh as a head coach but um to have Jalen petrie back is a big deal is a big deal, and it's going to, and especially against a guy, a Kenny Pickett, who is not all that good. Uh, not all, and and I could certainly see Jalen Petrie making a big impact, rushing the quarterback, 
He's he's a he's actually a pretty good blitzer, and you're gonna you can you can do a lot more with him out there than Eric Murray or any of the guys that were there. Yeah, it'll be interesting. That, not that they play against each other, but you'll see Mika, Mika Fitzpatrick on the other side, a big time All Pro safety, and Jalen Petrie. We we've, we've heard through the preseason and how he played last year in the preseason um, that he was on track to at least become a Pro Bowler, maybe more. So I'm I'm interested to, to watch him back out there with J- Jimmy Ward as well. Jimmy, we we've heard sound from Jimmy Ward about how. Once he got back, he was able to help coordinate that defense. To kind of pretty, he, I think he pretty much said you have to get like an A every time you're out there. It's kind of a test all the time. So he he was out there helping the guys, getting them in the right spot, and having a super talented guy like Jalen Petrie host that secondary. I don't think the Texans will have much of an issue in the pass game. I just you watch the Steelers play and they're dysfunctional. Matt Canada is not a really good coordinator. He's been around forever. I'm not sure why Mike Tomlin has a blind spot when it comes to Mike when it comes to Canada. But I don't think I don't think the Pittsburgh Steelers are coached well offensively, so I think the Texans will be okay there. With even though they'll have injuries at corner, I just hope there isn't some type of game changing turnover early to set the tone by the Texans' offense. If you get the Steelers will <laughs> gladly play in the muck. I think the Texans will be fine there. If it's a if it's a in the teens or the, or the low twenties, I think the Texans have a shot to win. They just can't allow their offensive line to bury them before the game gets going. Really, yeah. No, well, that's that's a problem. Listen, that's that's the whole problem. I think on Sunday, defensively, you know, you're getting you're getting stuff out of Will Anderson, Jonathan Greenard. The the tackles are okay. You know, it'd be nice to have uh, Ridgeway, but you know what, you'd live with it. Um, the linebackers have been playing better with Blake Cashman out there and Toto. Um, that that that's been much better. You got obviously on the corners. Steven Nelson has played pretty well so far. You get Petrie back and the, and Jimmy Ward together for the first time. I think defensively, I I really like the under in this game. I do. Forty two and a half is a big number for these two teams. I like it. I I agree there. I don't know how many points will be scored, and of course we could be awfully we'll be wrong. And also, by the way, at nine o'clock we'll have beat the limo guy. So if Justin takes the the over, then you know the under is probably the play because Justin's not good at this. And and you'll hear uh, is it Cody? Well, what will Cody bother me Justin if he takes the under? Then you're then you're then, then you're, you're screwed, screwed in your pick. If yeah, you then the it's going to be a shootout. Yeah, I would advise everyone to just wait till Justin picks before you make your bets for the weekend. And, yeah, and go opposite of him. Yeah, I know Five Star gave us a couple winners yesterday. Yeah, but Justin is a better indicator. Whatever he does, go the opposite. So Five Star had Josh Reynolds at over two and a half catches, and he got to three. Right. It took a spectacular one to get there, <laughs> but but he get but he did get to his three. So if you t- took five stars advice, you won that bet. You won that bet. Congratulations, boy! The Lions looked pretty good last night. Yeah, they Packers played... looked like crap. Yeah, man, Jordan Love was not good. Uh, doesn't read the middle of the field very well. From if you watch the game, particularly on one of those picks, it didn't. Even if the linebacker doesn't tip the ball, you saw you saw the play where his where the safety killed his wide receiver. That was never a chance. That had no chance to be completed. It looked like he predetermined. I'm just going to throw this ball yeah. here. Uh, yeah, the Jordan Love hype. I think he'll be okay. But the Lions, at least in their primetime games, we didn't know. I don't know how many people saw them against the Falcons, um, and then they played one other game against the Seahawks, which was an exciting one. But in their primetime games, they've been really good defensively. Uh, it helps when Kadarius Tony doesn't catch a pass. It's so. Oh, would you rather have Jordan Love or C.J. Stroud right now? I mean, why are you asking me silly questions? Well, I know I'm. But Jordan Love has had three years of well, sitting around and sure. watching. 
sure. watching Aaron Rodgers, and this is how he comes out after after all that knowledge that he was supposed to gain. He was a first-round pick. He's supposed to be – now, he wasn't the second overall pick, but he's supposed to be, you know – he, he, you would think that he would be better along, especially mentally. He didn't look like that at all yesterday. Not last night. It was a bad night for him. He, he has played or better. Or for three quarters of the game before. Yeah, he had played better his first two games. Um, the last two have not been great for him. But, I mean, it's not our concern. The Packers took a project. We knew he was kind of a project. And and it hasn't, hasn't gone great for them. And this is, unfortunately for him, this is the one year he gets to prove, or at least try to prove, that he's the guy or... They may be looking for another option after this is his fourth year, right? Yeah. So they didn't. Did they pick up the fifth year option? Uh, I don't. Well, that's a good question. I, have to look I think it up. they did. I think if they did, either that or they're going to franchise. That's a franchise. Well, I don't know if he's going to play well enough for them to franchise him the way it's going right now. Well, it wasn't that the maybe they did. I don't remember. Yeah, I would have to look it up. But remember. he's in a year where it's a prove it year for him, and he hasn't had a lot of experience beforehand, so it's, it's a little tough. And he played a good football team last week. And like we've said in the past about the Texans, well, we, it's a long season. He's got 13 more games to go as long as he stays healthy. I'm just glad that C.J. Stroud is the quarterback here. Uh, he's they declined fought. it. They declined okay, it. Okay, so, uh, yeah, this is his final year to prove himself. Before. He's locked in through 2024. Um, so this is No, the, would have locked him in. This is his last year? Yeah, his last, yeah, year. last year. Yeah, so. They signed him to, no, no, no. Instead, the Packers signed him to a, to a two-year extension. Okay. Or uh, 22 and a half. That makes some sense. Yeah. Uh, so they didn't have to give him right. big money, but they keep him around right, just, right, in case, right. just in case they're right about him. But, yeah, I'd rather have C.J. Stroud. It's far, he already appears far more advanced. He's in a less... He's in a less fortunate situation because that Packers offensive line, despite the injuries to David Bakhtari, is a good offensive line, and and he still has performed the way he has. As opposed to CJ Stroud, has everything against him, and has found a way. So the, the Texans, we mentioned Petrie, we talked about CJ Stroud, Will Anderson. They've gotten some picks right so far. Um, it's just the the top of the twenty twenty two draft that is weighing them down. Because if, if he had gotten those two picks right, we're talking about a. We're having a whole different conversation about Casario. Maybe maybe Stroud and Anderson will make us forget about them as long as Stingley comes back as well. All right, we're breaking. Let's go. It's a Friday holiday show. 713-780-3776. It's Ryder Cup holiday, so let's go. That is not a thing. 713-780-3776. Get in with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Pitter patter. It's a hard life picking stones and pulling teats, but sure as God's got sandals, it beats fighting dudes with treasure trails. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. All right, 750 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Look, you got your uh, your destiny in your own hands. You win, and you're going to get in. But you got Zach Gallon tonight. If you're the Astros, and he's pretty damn good, you have hit him okay. Chas McCormick. Hopefully, he's better, and he will be able to play in this one because and he was walking around okay the other night. So he should be able to play. I'm not sure that Dusty looks at the hitter pitcher matchups. I don't know. But Martin Maldonado, 0 for 7 against Zach Allen. He's not been good. Yeah, but what about the vibes? Yeah, he's not a rocket. There's not. It's not. No, no. I think Maldonado's appearances and games are about vibes. Because we've, 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 we've detailed he's not really good defensively anymore. Pass balls, can't throw anyone out. 
Partly that has to do with the Astros being so slow to the plate. But did he homer the other night? Yes. So what I'm telling so how, you, how do you feel about yourself now? I'm, well, you're the one who always doesn't want him to play. I, I don't really care that much. I think it's about vibes for Maldonado. He's a vibes guy, and Dusty's a, a vibes guy too, so Maldonado plays. Well, Dusty likes his vibes and not fat outfielders. So hmm. Chaz does, is not a vibes guy and is a fat outfielder, according to Dusty, so he can't play. <laughs> Chaz is a, well... It's so it's so funny how little he's played Chas McCormick in center field, and he was his center field guy that saved the World Series for him last year. He started every game in the postseason in center field. It's just it amazing how that turned. I mean, from the first game, of, first two games of the season, that changed for Dusty. I don't, I don't know. He maybe because he yeah maybe he, he just got fat. He wants Dubon out there and others and Jake Myers, both thinner guys and. Whether right or wrong, Chaz ain't the vibes right now for whatever reason. I don't care if he does that that chomp, that gator thing he does, that chomping thing. That ain't the vibes for Dusty. So if, if we are calling him a coin boy, I'm going to call him a vibes guy. And mm-hmm. Maldonado brings the vibes. You're gonna, if, a couple years from now when Yiner's everyday catcher, he'll, he'll be a vibes guy. We'll thank Dusty for hold, holding off on playing Yiner every day, according to Dusty. But just it'll make you, make you feel better if you just go, he ain't the vibe, and that's why he doesn't play. He he ain't the vibe, so he he he. Man, it would be a great lineup if Yonder's behind the plate, Chaz is in center, Brantley's in left, Jordan is DH, and that's a great lineup. That is a the the kind of lineup that you need to finish up this season. Who hit a three run home run on Wednesday? Dubon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dubon hit a three run homer. Yeah. So you're gonna sit Chaz? Is that what you're gonna do? <laughs> I'm not the guy the, who's three for five against Zach Gallen. I'm, I'm not the guy making a decisions. guy who's three for five with a homer of oh, Zach. So Gallen. you're a small sample size guy now. I am. All I know is uh, he he. We know he can hit him because he has. Oh, that's all. What's his I, What's his vibe like? I know it's analytics, but we're gonna we're gonna try. I don't to, know what. At Dusty, least let's go look at it. I don't know what Dusty will do, and that's kind of the problem for everybody. He's unpredictable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would think he'd go play his really good center fielder and Yiner. And Michael Brantley, but we really don't know. And I think that's what bothers everyone. It's going to be really bothersome to see this lineup tonight. <laughs> Maldonado's going to be in there. Dubon's going to be in there. Chaz and, and Yiner are going to be sitting on the bench. And and then they'll win. And, and Maldonado will homer. And it'll be great. Yeah. As long as they, look, I don't care about the lineup as long as they win. I can't Look, we can get into this frustrating pattern that we've done for over 150 games where we talk about what Dusty does or does, doesn't do, but at this point, just win the damn ball game, and then we can jokingly, uh, uh, the old man got it right again, but as long as he gets it right. Because at this point, there's no point in arguing about it unless you want to, like, Johnny, how many times do you think you've touched your face and going, ah, about Dusty's lineup this year? Yeah, why do you why do you want to keep doing this? He's not gonna he's not gonna stop. No, he's no. He can't be stopped. He makes the decisions. He's got over two thousand wins. He was a World Series manager, champion. And so, what do I know? Just drink your Coors Lights and accept it. Just watch the game. Yeah, and try to enjoy it. And hopefully they win, and then you can not freak out. And hope hopefully it works out on Saturday too. I can't tell you how many times I. Wanted to answer Jeremy Branham's "What's wrong with Dusty's lineup?" With, <laughs> with every, I've controlled everything. myself. Yeah, he don't don't give don't give Jeremy those interactions. We know what he, he's trolling for interactions. Don't no, give him that. That's what he does. I've never seen anybody. He 
he he's on Twitter. He's an enthusiast. He's an ex enthusiast. Okay. Yeah, I, I enjoy his. I enjoy his football stuff. He'll, 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 he's really into talking about the Texans and breaking down Stroud and other players. But I'm not. Go, he's not going to fool me with that dusty stuff. You know, mm. you're going to get me trapped and locked into that that argument. Weekend preview: The Astros are making me sad. Football makes me happy. Um. Yeah. Except local football hadn't been all that. I mean, I guess if you're okay. So here in the city. University of Houston, obviously, off to the slow start with the loss to Rice and, and TCU. Not great. Um, the Did Texans see that losing Ri- their first two games. You see that Rice has broken out their love you blue uniforms? Oh, yeah. They're going to wear them? I JT mean, Daniels is back, too. He was, he was hurting. They're, they're Adidas, so they're not as good. They're not as good? It's not a great. I mean, Rice doesn't get the top-line Adidas stuff anyway as far as the uniform no. material. So, you're, how do I put this kindly? It'll look like they... It'll look like something that Marshalls would have made. I guess Marshalls is my thing today. You know, uh-huh. somebody you have you know uniforms sometimes look off brand. Like it'll be Texans, it'll be Texans like, but it's not a real Texans jersey. But it'll have the colors and the numbers will be a little too big. I'm not even talking about a knockoff. It'll, the colors will be so similar. The number will be a little too big. You can tell it wasn't made officially by the NFL, sanctioned by them or the Texans. That's what the Rice uniforms look like. Mm-hmm. Um, well, here's, I got the Cougs. I'm trying to find, love you Cougs. You, no, no, we got the U of H rice football, but then they go to some other story. Oh, here they are. Yeah. They're not great. No, I told you they're not great. <laughs> yeah. They don't get, why doesn't rice get good stuff too? Well, why can't rice have going nice to, things? If we're going, well, there are multiple reasons because they don't care about nice things. At least that's as far as sports are concerned. If we're getting into it. The brand wars between Nike and, and Adidas and others. Nike is probably considered the best as far as uniform materials and designs. Not Maybe not maybe not what you see, but the templates and stuff about yeah. how they're cut and stuff. Uh, and Rice has, like, a uniform that's not even Adidas' top-of-the-line uniform, so it ain't going to look great. I like the the helmet. looks pretty cool with the R logo on it. It looks pretty cool. It's not bad. Now that the, 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 the jersey itself. The jersey with the line on the side. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's, yeah, they don't. It'll, it'll, Rice it'll, could get nice stuff, too. Well, they're, they're full, they don't care about sports. No, they don't. Uh, we got Beat the Limo Guy at 9 o'clock right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Scott Sajanek is going to join us. We are up in one one match. Justin Thomas just uh, made a putt. He was in the spinach. Yeah, Art, Art's like, what does in the spinach mean? Now everybody, Jordan Love was in the spinach. Art thinks everybody's in the spinach. I think he asked me. What about, does that mean? No, he asked me about. Gran- yeah, I know, Granny. Yeah, and the, he asked about. Did Dell hit? Yeah, yeah, don't add, don't add. Don't, don't read that one. Jordan Love hit it in the spinach last night. Well, you use that term. What does it mean, the spinach? It means it's, there's a lot of high grass, especially in your, on European okay. uh, soil. They've got a lot of high grass, and that's like spinach. It's like, you know, growing spinach. Spinach is growing. Not, oh. Yeah. It's, and so it's when spinach almost, is growing, it's it almost looks impossible like to get out of it. Okay. So you, he hit it way offline. You know, the fairways are flat or, or shortcut, and you can hit a ball. You can do a lot of stuff when you're in a fairway. When you're in the spinach, you can't do anything. Nothing. So he hit it in the spinach art. That's right. And Jordan Love did not hit it in the spinach last night. I don't. I don't know about Jordan Love's spinach, but I don't think isn't that a hair thing too? Yeah. Well, yeah. He's got nice. He, no lettuce. He's lettuce, got nice yeah, lettuce. lettuce. Sorry, yeah. I'm getting my yeah. vegetables. I don't eat confused. Yeah. Seven fifty nine. ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. Let's go. Who wants in? Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. 
ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, home of Odin Finch. Odin Finch. I'm Odin Finch.